Welcome to Hashtag All Podcasts Matter, the podcast about politics, social issues, movie news, and Keanu Reeves. I'm Ken. He's Vic. Hello. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Um, you guys get your... Make sure to be outside on January 31st because it's the, uh, the super blue blood moon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nicknamed the Sucrip Moon. Yeah, waterbenders are going to be at their... Oh, nigga, they're taking it back. All-time powerful. So <laughs> They're so. taking it back. They're taking it back. They're taking the whole thing back. Actually, you might want to stay inside so they can bloodbend at that point. Yeah, but I mean, I'm, I'm with the Earth Nation, you know. But there's, there's peace now, so I think we're okay. I mean, there's peace, but, you know, they might try, you know. But sometimes you got to grab the peace to get the peace. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, do we don't have any birthdays or nothing this week? No. It's weird. I know somebody's birthday. It was just somebody's birthday. I think it was John Witherspoon's birthday. If it wasn't at me. Uh, no, well, no, you're right. It is It is his birthday. Yeah. I was horrified when I saw his name. <laughs> you saw that tweet too? Yes, I was like, yeah. ah! Oh, thank God. What Dunny did. Um, The government shutdown has ended, right? Now everything go, can go back to being awesome. I'm pretty excited about it. Because, you know. But, um... They're putting in a new, putting forth a new bill that would give dreamers a ten-year path to citizenship. Ten motherfucking years, path to citizenship, in exchange for twenty-five billion dollars for a a wall. Yeah, that doesn't sound like a good deal at all. At all. The problem is, y'all like to y'all like to say that. Immigrants don't work and they're lazy and shit like that. But you're actually gonna spend a wall, spend twenty five billion dollars on something that really does nothing, like literally <laughs> does nothing. Well, uh, it's reported that the wall is going to be a hundred leagues long and made of solid ice. Oh, ice? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was actually trying to do research about the wall, like how big it would be, and then I found some facts about the wall from Game of Thrones, which I oh, which I which I don't watch. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of interesting. I'm like, oh, there's a big wall on that. That's cool. So, yeah, like, the funny part is you're going to spend $25 billion to put up an ugly-ass wall. This is gross. It's going to be fucking gross. I've seen some designs. Uh-huh. It, it, look, it looks pretty cool. It looks like, it looks like an Ikea wall. Yeah. I mean, is it going to be slides on the shit? Is it going to be something to, like, is it going to be a family-friendly wall? Like, some parts are going to be magnetic, and some parts will be, like, a dry erase board, and some parts will be chalkboard. That'd be cool. We can throw uh, signs on it. Mm-hmm. But it's like... They're gonna spend twenty five billion dollars on the wall, right? And it's just gonna be long and steel, right? But but honestly, they're probably gonna be more than twenty five billion. Mm-hmm. Also, they're asking for funds for personnel to like walk back and forth on it. Yeah, understand this. Twenty five billion dollars on the wall. We're just throwing twenty five billion dollars. A cartel is gonna throw one million dollar out at a tunnel, and then the wall's just it's just done. It, it essentially actually keeps people in as opposed to out. Yeah. Like it's not, a wall is still a fucking wall. I mean, I don't know about wall technology. I see that one zombie house, but it's really just a wall. We can dig under. We're gonna dig under. It's I'm digging under. It's it's symbolism. Yes. Uh, yeah, we're gonna spend twenty five billion dollars on a symbolism. But we also got people living in poverty. Also, part of that deal, he wants to quote unquote uh, close legal loopholes, mm-hmm. making it easier to deport people mm-hmm. and uh, brown people. Yes, of course, brown people. Mm-hmm. Because we still got Russian babies. Mm-hmm. Anchor babies. Um, you know what? Ballpark me. 
Air Force One, you know, has to be the most secure place on there. But you also need you're going to be on a lot, so you get, need a good fridge, right? Yes. Uh, ballpark me how much a new fridge should cost. Um, I was actually looking for a freezer myself. Uh-huh. Um, probably like $160. Yeah. But it's just like a fridge, right? But then, but I don't know. You probably want like a top shelf one, though. Yeah, top so shelf. So maybe like, maybe like $500. Mm-hmm. Let's go to the full one with the thing, that the ice dispenser and mm-hmm. everything maybe like that. You need blue teeth. You need the blue teeth blue on tooth. it. And it's got a, uh, you've seen uh, uh, Popstar. Mm-hmm. It's got to play your favorite songs on it, too, <laughs> and course. everything like that. $24 million to upgrade a refrigerator on Air Force One. The savings. Like twenty four million. What does it do? Um, does it fight scandals? I, th- <laughs> I think, just in case he has to circle for hours, mm-hmm. he can store like fifty thousand meals in there. Does it fly the plane? Like, just tell me what it does. <laughs> like, what does it do? Twenty four million dollars. Now, if you talk about remodeling the whole inside, and you said twenty four million dollars, fine. Gaudy as fuck. You know you're gonna make it gold and shit. It's gonna say Trump everywhere. Okay, I can understand why you spent twenty four million dollars to. You know, it's a big ass bus that's you know bulletproof. I think, but twenty four million dollars on a refrigerator? I, I don't even know where you get that money from. Taxpayers? No, I mean like, where do you put it? Like, do you just put twenty four million dollars in the refrigerator? Do you but, buy? Uh, but apparently, it's a giant refrigerator. Uh-huh. I can't, I can't comprehend how this refrigerator works. Like, it's a walk in refrigerator because it says it has to be able to feed the uh, crew. So it's got a sub zero temperature for, for, for two weeks. But again, twenty four million dollars though. Like, somebody please explain to me. What a $24 million fridge or the play looks like. Because it sounds like just one of those small ones you keep in like your dorm room. Your dorm room. <laughs> <laughs> um, your boy. Uh, oh, so he was... Um, I want to do the other one last. He was talking to Pierce Brosnan and he was asked about feminism. And he uh. was, I'm sorry. I, it, I just have a gut reaction when you mention the name uh, Pier- oh. Pierce Morgan. Pierce Morgan. No, Pierce Brosnan. My bad, my bad. Pierce, Pierce, my bad, Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> He's not Cable. That's okay. That's okay. Uh, my bad, Pierce Brosnan. I, I apologize. Pierce Morgan. <laughs> uh, really, I really am sorry, Pierce Morgan. Much better, Pierce. Yeah. I'm not a fan of his Bond movie because they were still hella long, but I love him. Anyway. They, no, they were good for what they were. Mm-hmm. I think... I personally don't think Bond movies were good until just now. Oh, yeah, yeah, Bond movies are like uh, comic book movies back in the day. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I'm not a big fan of the the Roger guy. and the I like Sean Connery, but the movies are long and boring. I'm sorry. At me if you want to. I'm not a big fan of Bond movies. Oh, matter of fact, that's my unpopular opinion. Before Daniel Craig, I didn't watch any of the Bond movies. I watched the one where uh, Halle Berry was one of the girls. And They're full of puns, but that's about it. I would watch Sean Connery be Sean Connery, though. Anywho, um, Pierce Brosnan asked him something about a feminist, and Trump said, oh, I wouldn't describe myself as a feminist, and no one else in the world would. He really said water's, water's wet and fire's hot. Well, he it's clear that he lives in an alternative dimension. <laughs> but it's like, I wouldn't describe myself as a feminist. Like, nigga, who would? <laughs> like, who would? Anyway, that was just funny to me. And then he got at your boy Jigga. So Jigga was on uh, the Van, Van Jones show. The Van show. Jones show, his new television show, which came on last night, I believe. Which um, his his Van Jones TV show, uh, when I was listening to him talk, and it just sounds like the opening scene, like the opening 
gag part of the Wayne's Brother theme song. We're brothers. <laughs> we're happy. We're singing. And we're color. Like that's what Van Jones show sounded like to me. Um, he just, <laughs> yes, Jay Z, Mister Carter. Like yeah. But um, Jigga said he was talking about you know uh, Trump and how people like his comments are hurtful. And then Trump with the tweet is like um, he he going to his old well. He's like uh, I can't believe he said that. Uh, under me, black unemployment is the lowest has been in history, uh, and that's okay. Well, Jay, Jay addressed that uh, the blacks are doing just fine comment mm-hmm. that he has made time and time again, mm-hmm. which he then he then tweeted at Jay Z again, but he didn't enact any policies that actually affect the black unemployment rate. You haven't did shit the whole time you've been in. Y'all got two things done. You shut down the government. You passed the whack-ass tax bill. And you've got DACA, like, thrown out twice, three times. But it's crazy because usually presidents don't take credit for shit in the first year because a lot of old policies are shit that's running. Like, because when his policies are actually start running, he's going to stay, like, like start taking credit like oh yeah that was Obama and shit like if something bad happened in 2017 due to Obama administration he'd say that but something good happens he's claiming it and everything like that but it's like it's crazy he tweeted out Donald Trump taking credit for black unemployment is like uh, John Gruden taking credit for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers Super Bowl it's like yeah nigga you were there but there was also a black guy doing work for the last eight years come the fuck on like yeah, uh, it's been sharply declining. It was seven point eight percent the year Obama left, and then it went to six point four. So that's a big jump or dip. Yeah, it's been declining for steadily, but it's also been declining. So yes. pump your fucking brakes. And yeah, that's a real fact. So not adding at anybody. I'm just saying that's the fact. I hope that guy's trolling. Anyway, <laughs> what? <laughs> What Donnie did, um, in uh the Pennsylvania Supreme Court—that's how you call them, right? They're their Supreme Court, right? Because there's a California Supreme Court. So Pennsylvania Supreme Court ruled that the they must redraw the district lines, uh, for voting because it's unconstitutional and everything like that. And this is gonna be huge because a lot of um, red states are still red because of the way the con- the congressional maps are drawn out. Like South Carolina, it's like they're drawn out to fuck with people. Like everybody really wants to vote blue, but if they draw it out, like if they draw only this big ass white section and like dip and dodge through neighborhoods, they win there, they win there, they win there, they win there, they win there. So they had to redraw. They're gonna redraw it, and it's big because, like I said, it's gonna affect other states. And then more shit's going to be blue, hmm. which is cool. So I think it was like South Carolina before they were about to redo theirs. They were waiting on this thing because now there's precedent to saying our Supreme Court is like, yeah, no, you guys stop it. Let, let's just stop with the cheating. All right. It's it's getting kind of out of hand. That's for the best. Yeah. You know, it's our best. Starbucks. Vic, you brought this story to my attention. I'm so I'm so glad you did. Hold on, before you you can you can drop the whole story, but I was like, so I'll we'll give like what 20, 30 stories <laughs> before we do the show, and like right before we do the show, like I'll finalize the list, but I'll throw shit at him. Do you want to talk about this? Do you want to talk about this? So there's other shit like we were talking about the, the CNN guy that 
said he's gonna shoot at the place, but I was like, hey, do you want to talk about Starbucks? He was like, yes, yes, fuck Starbucks. There you go. <laughs> um, I'm a big unsupporter of Starbucks. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about buying him Starbucks coffee for Christmas. Because <laughs> I'm like, would he just throw it away in front of me? I would. <laughs> like the at least you try a cake. <laughs> uh, but- and I just throw it away, dump it out. So. <laughs> Uh, this week, Starbucks decided to expand its paid sick leave mm-hmm. to giving 23 hours a week to uh, employees working 23 hours a week will get five days of sick leave over the course of a year. It's pretty terrible, still. To basically the baristas, right? Yeah. So you mean to tell me, Starbucks is what 15, 20 years old? Before it's been, it's been popping. It's been popping. Starbucks got popping, right, when we was in high school and shit like that. So let's yeah. just say. Yeah. Because we only been out of high school for like eight, nine years. Uh, <laughs> so the, since Starbucks been popping, it's a, it's a food restaurant, right? So you handle people's food. They haven't had sick leave, so motherfuckers have to come to work sick? Essentially, yeah. Or die because they got to pay their bills. Oh. Well, that's... Good job, Starbucks. And but, this is when people like, oh, you liberal states think you're so better than everybody. Like, yeah, sometimes we fuck up too. Because that's Seattle coffee. That's Seattle and they're liberal, but whatever. But yeah, they need to give people sick time. Yeah. And stop selling burned coffee and charging too much for it. I don't think they charge too much. Whatever. They they do. Right. What? I don't drink it that like much. Yeah. I don't go to Starbucks. Then how can you say that? Yeah. I mean, but you know, I'm not a... I don't be like, oh my god, this is great coffee. Oh my god, this is bad coffee. But now their coffee is shitty, though. Yeah, like you'd have to tell me it's shitty. Like I can tell you if it's a good movie or a bad movie. It's like if you read a script, you can say, oh, this script is terrible, right? Yeah. But you can say the dialogue's terrible. It's like, oh, uh, essay. Like, no, 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 calm down. Yeah. I can do both. Yeah, I can tell you a bad script. I'm just saying. Anyway. Um. Are you ready for some football? Are Are, are you? Yes, I'm. I'm always ready. Oh, you didn't watch the whole season. <laughs> so, Vince Man, a mover and shaker of all times, uh, is trying to resurrect the XFL or a football league. Do, do people remember this? Did you watch the XFL the first time around? Oh yeah, all right. Remember the first place some dude got his shit blasted, and it was out for the season on that whack ass kickoff rule. Yeah, <laughs> you didn't have a San Francisco Demons jersey. Oh, I had several. I'm gonna bring <laughs> bring, bring it out the closet. We, we almost went all the way. Cool. Too bad, too bad. Those Los Angeles Extreme beat us in the million dollar game. Yeah, million, man. million dollar yeah. game. So each each player got like twenty six thousand dollars. Yeah, because the million dollars got divided amongst them. Remember, a million just saying a million dollars was a thing back then. Well, it was the nineties. Yeah, I just I just want to say that the XFL had big product placement in that Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, The Sixth Day. Remember uh, that? Remember that movie? No, I thought so. It was like I remember. I I know it was a movie. I know what the movie was about. Didn't see it. Probably saw it. That was back when Arnie was on it's, the decline. It's pretty okay, honestly. Yeah, I mean it's an Arnold movie. You don't go to Arnold movie for Oscar style acting. You go for action and great stunt doubling. Now, while the XFL failed horribly back then, do you think it'd be more successful now? Yeah. I think, uh, even though there's been decline in football. There's still a thirst for more football, right? That's why motherfuckers watch football year round. That's why people do watch the draft and shit like that. So yeah, but it's like, what you gonna do? Um, 
is one way you're going to play it. You can play it like, oh, you know, we're culturally sensitive and shit like that, and we're going to pay people good. We're going to give them guaranteed contracts. Or you're going to do a white people style and double down on, like, they. I think Vic McMahon would have had somebody fired, which is crazy for nailing and shit like that. I'm pretty sure this is going to have, a, like, a Alabama confederate. <laughs> that, that would be the way to go with it. The, the appeal the first time around was that this isn't your grandpa's football league. Mm-hmm. And we have less rules, and we allow rougher play. Mm-hmm. But since then, like CTE allegations and lawsuits have come up, and the people, and the NFL being essentially a gladiator sport, I don't think we want a rougher league. No, do it like this. So the Alabama, the Alabama Rebels, <laughs> all white team versus the Oakland Panthers, multicultural team. Mm-hmm. No white people on the Rebel team though. Since you guys are going to be Confederate, be Confederate all the way. The the Alabama uh, Ulysses? Yep. <laughs> uh, the Alamo Alamos. <laughs> and then, so, yeah, let's just do it. That'd be fun. Um, so, Marlon Humphreys, star defensive back for the Baltimore Ravens, was in Alabama. You know where this door is going. <laughs> that's, that's, that's almost all you need to say. In Alabama, and he was... He was arrested. What was he arrested for? I'm asking you. <sighs> Come on. You can guess. Guess. Just guess. What was he arrested for? Theft. Alabama. It's Alabama. I was going to say weed charges. I was like, damn it. Stop going back there, you guys. They don't love you. <laughs> uh, I don't want to guess. Is it, I feel like the story is already going to hurt my heart. Uh, felony robbery charges. Was it- so you're like, damn, he's a star player. Why do you got to rob stuff? You know, some people just want to rob stuff. He, he stole, the story is, he stole the charger from his Uber driver and then strong-armed the Uber driver. He shoved him. Like with, a, like with a pistol? Or? No, he, he shoved him, right? I think the story was he shoved him. I think it was, it was an elbow, it was an elbow uh-huh. the driver said, but he didn't suffer any sort of damage, uh-huh. no bruises. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But he felt he was literally strong armed, like literally with like strong arm. He had a strong arm yeah. and he used it. Yeah. Oh, uh, like the definition of strong arm, like sir, sir, like like a person, like no, no, no. He kidnapped me. I'm a child and I had to take a nap. Like that's Cole giving you, mm-hmm. Cole getting you arrested for kidnapping. Literal. Like literally, you think. Um, he was released on bail, but he got a felony charge for stealing a fifteen dollar charger. And flexing on nigga. <laughs> he he said it was his. I mean, if somebody took my charger, I'm like, well, you got to buy me three now. Mm-hmm. I like. I feel like that would have made up for it. Or you could just gave me a hundred dollars. But that's the times we're living in. The, hey, and y'all want me to come live in the south? Anyway, there was um the Black Excellence brunch. I just want to call it that. Uh, Rock Nation brunch. Um, Jay-Z and just hip-hops and music royalty was in there. Like, Mariah Carey took a picture with Beyonce, and I was like, damn. Like, it, look, it looked fantastic. It looked elegant. Like, when Jigga saw Diddy, Diddy bopping in the room, I was like, damn. Like, it's just, I was happy. Like, I kind of, like, I was for Klimp. Like, that <laughs> shit was amazing to see. Um, it did It did make me smile. I didn't see anybody eating any actual brunch, though. Oh, <laughs> Did they did, did they do that there? I'm pretty sure they did, but you know people don't want to get taking pictures of eating and stuff like that. <laughs> that's for that's for the best. It was, everybody had their selfie cameras out, like <laughs> it was like people were like all like just 
hip-hop royalty, just great hip-hop artists. And Big Sean was there. I was waiting for that. Yes. I was waiting for this. <laughs> <laughs> and Big Sean was there. Boy. <laughs> um, also in hip-hop news, Post Malone's told, cop, uh, told reporters uh, in an interview in, that in, is... In GQ. In GQ. It's hard being a white rapper. Flocka Flocka okay? Okay. Um, you know it's really hard? Being poor? Like, how how's that working out for you? That's that's a struggle. Yeah, he's. <laughs> I hate Post Malone. I, I hated him. Actually, yeah, before it was cool. Before it was cool. Before <laughs> before he made comments about if you're looking for lyrical content, don't don't listen to hip hop. Mm-hmm. Uh, because not, Dear Mama came out. And I hate him for I hate him for saying this as well. Mm-hmm. And also, he makes terrible music. Um, my thing about him is like you put white in front of everything. You logic put white in front of everything. Like I don't remember Eminem banging white so hard. We saw it. He was blonde. He wore white tees and blue jeans back in the day. He didn't bang his whiteness. Like I'm not saying as a bad thing or a good thing, but Eminem tried to not make it about a white thing. He knew it was a white thing, but he just, like, he didn't bang it. G Easy doesn't bang the white thing. G Easy knows he's white. G Easy knows he sells a lot of records and stuff like that. Well, that's because those guys aren't culture vultures. As well. I don't know if there's like a connection oh. there. G, you know, G, well, them niggas really from the hood. Like, that fool's really from Detroit 8 Mile. And G Easy's from North Oakland. Because they like give back to hip hop. Like, he works with, like, G Easy works with Oakland artists, the Bay Area artists. Mm-hmm. Put him on. So it's like, and then you got this motherfucker's like, your your favorite rapper, Logic. And then, um, no, no, I cut. Uh, it's, it's complicated. <laughs> you know, I, I just, rap. I, he can rap, and I really didn't like his last album. But I'm still happy for his success. But his last album was kind of, uh, or you can just make a hip hop album, guy. It was, not, very, it was, it was kind of not good. D- d- I didn't uh, like. I didn't emo like rap. I, I still like emo rap, but it still wasn't good. Oh, it just wasn't good. Um, I think about Paul. I'm like, there's other things you can do. Like you are rich behind your wildest fucking dreams, because you imitate a style of music. You can just not be hip hop. You can't sing, not the greatest lyricist. So you're on because you're a white rapper, but it's hard being a white rapper. I it's, wish I was a white rapper. That just seems easy. Oh, it's fantastic. Be okay. Mm-hmm. He's not handsome. He doesn't dress better than everybody else. I can smell him in pictures. Nigga. And then he came out to the BET Awards. Somebody brought his ass at the BET Awards to let him perform. They brought his white ass, let him do a song. Right? The Migos brought it out, but it's hard to be in a white rapper. Motherfuckers putting you on and shit like that, but it's hard being a white rapper. And then you had the nerve to come with Stone Cold Steve Austin Vest, who looks like the epitome of racism, but is totally not. Totally not. I was shocked and pleasantly surprised when he said, when he says very socially conscious things like Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. Like, Steve, like, and understand, like, if Steve never said that, we'd have just looked forward and mind our own <laughs> business. Like, well, yeah, we- I always just kind of quietly assumed that he was racist. <laughs> just quietly. And, and that's our prejudice because, you know, he's wearing the uniform. And you, and you know what? Hey. Just, I've never just, seen him with a Confederate shirt, but, like, if somebody superimposed a Confederate shirt on him, I'm like, yeah, that's that's him. Just give everybody a chance. <laughs> but I'm just saying, we got Steve Austin. Like, I don't know how we got Steve Austin, but I'm just saying, hey, dude, like, there's way much harder things than 
being successful for being a fucking culture vulture, my guy. Make make different music. Put out a guitar, nigga. Kid Rock get it. Then you can run for office one day. Exactly. Oh, we didn't talk about that, but fuck it anyway. Um, and you know, lighter side of news: El Chapo will be on trial for everything. I think, <laughs> like, I was gonna look up his charges, and I'll just say everything: probably murder, extortion, racketeering, you know, drugs, evading and felon, escaping jail, shit like that. Everything he's on, but El Chapo, because you know, extreme carteling, extreme carteling, like, like. Part of his jurors appear. He's going to be on. His jurors are going to be cartel members. Like he's like, Mm-mm. he's terrible. He gives his cartels a bad name. Um, but he assured that the jurors. He he assured the jurors that he's not going to have them murdered. And I think y'all should just let him go because he's obviously reformed. He's learned his lesson. That sounds like a good promise to me. Yeah, I mean, if, I mean, like because you're thinking it, and he's trying to give you peace of mind. It's like, hey, hey you guys, I'm not going to have you guys murdered. I can do it right now. Look. Like, like that, like that. <laughs> all you guys are dead. If I go like that, all you guys are dead. I hope everybody got that shaft reference. <laughs> but it's like, I think it's just good. So just let him go. Not guilty. I kind of want to watch that again. We might have to review that. I've been asking to review that movie forever. Let's do it. All right, <laughs> let's do it next week because that movie's great. Usual. What's coming up next week in MCU that you don't want to watch? No, it's Ant Man. It's fine. I like Ant. I like Ant Man. We haven't did it. We're getting there. We're almost done. That's the last one? Really? Yeah. No, I don't think it is. You be trying to get away with shit. Fuck, you noticed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I noticed. Cause I'm pretty sure it's Guardians of the Galaxy. Well, why'd you ask me if you knew? I'm just, that's the last one, but I know there's a few more. I know. I just didn't want to do it. Well, you don't want to do Guardians of the Galaxy. Because Ultron is really boring. It was the worst. Because I've I just seen it so many times. Exactly. How have you seen that movie so many times? It's just. It's an FX movie. That's why. But you don't have to watch it. I don't. Oh. I've seen it a lot of times. Exactly. You actually actively watch it. No, it's just one of those movies that you mean you go to somebody's house, it's always on. <laughs> yeah. Don't blame other people's houses, all right? Don't tell, me, don't tell me what to blame or who not to blame. <laughs> Want to take a break? Yeah, let's take a break and we'll be right back. That you weren't there. Oh. Go, I'm listening to Just the- close your eyes and make believe, and you can be anywhere. My baby. 
That intro is amazing. That's why I'm excited that the show is coming back. Muppet Babies is getting a reboot uh, coming out later this year. Mm-hmm. But it's like we get all excited that it's getting rebooted and then we never watch the shows. Probably, yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen DuckTales. <laughs> I haven't seen... <laughs> I, I was hella, I was hella juiced when Samurai Jack came back on. I, was, I did not watch. Any, I watched one episode of Samurai Jack, and I was like, "Oh, forgot being an adult. I can't just watch it." Okay, that one I did watch, and it's, it's good. Yeah, I believe it was. That nigga had no outlines, bro. No mm-hmm, outline. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, but yeah, Muppets coming back is is cool. On the Disney Channel, so you know, Tie Fighters. And they're gonna have like a time machine and stuff, and uh, have stories of imagination and child neglect. Oh, and Star Wars, my nigga, and Marvel characters. <laughs> they gonna have the X Men. <laughs> they gonna they gonna be they gonna be the Muppet Baby X Men shit. You know, Mark Dizzy's like, <laughs> all this shit's good. It's big. it's the perfect time for it to come back. They own everything. Everything good. Everything worse. Ah uh, no, they they gotta get Universal, and then they're fine. Anyway, uh, Netflix, Universal. What y'all doing with the money? What are y'all doing? It's only two characters we want. Three. They don't, they don't own any characters. Mm-hmm. Hulk. Hulk, She-Hulk, and Neymar. Hmm. That's too bad. What are they doing? They are. They are. They're just being dicks. <laughs> like, what are y'all niggas doing? <laughs> like, we couldn't make that Hulk movie because I, we couldn't make that Hulk movie. I feel. I feel like there's just a crotchety executive just holding on to it because they have a personal vendetta from somebody at Marvel. And they're not even like big characters, but they'd be big characters. She-Hulk would be big. I can imagine a big ass green chick. It be Serena Williams. Just some big ass chick, like being green, like sexy. And then I love She Hulk because she flaunts her sexy. Right? She's like, I'm hella green. I'm a person of color. Like she's that one like chick that blames people of color. She's like, we're all the same. And I'm like, no, no, God, you were white. Anyway, um, Netflix executive was saying that we're. Critics are out of touch with what people like. No, it is the critics who are out of touch for not liking my movie. Mm-hmm. He's he's he says critics are out of touch, and they're disconnected from like the audience mm-hmm. because most of the audience like the movie. Crit, uh, critic critical review of Netflix is bright was twenty six percent approval, mm-hmm. while eighty six approval from the audience. Mm-hmm. He says critics are an important part of of the artistic process, mm-hmm. but you just don't know what people like anymore. Did he just fake news critics? He did fake news to critics. He's like, fake news. No, I'm in touch with my base. I, I just had to Google the definition of a critic again. And mm-hmm. like, maybe maybe he forgot. The person who judges the merits, lit, literary, artistic, or musical works, especially one who does so professionally. Mm-hmm. He so, also took credit for black unemployment being low. He did also. <laughs> uh, it's crazy. The movie's terrible. It is. Because you looked at it analytically and for what it was and... You looked at the deeper meanings of what they were trying to say, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Because I took all that into effect and I was like, this shit was shitty. And I know you were saying something. Oh, so powerful. Yeah, Crash was saying something powerful. Racism, bad. It was terrible, though. Yeah, it's a bad movie. Ryan Felipe should have never picked him up. He's going to shoot a nigga. Anyway. Um, Mike Flangin. He got teased for that name. And I, just... <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was Flanagan. Oh, oh. I can't spell. It's, I think it's Flanagan. Flanagan. So, all right, my fault. Delete that. Uh, is going to direct um, because it made hella money. They're going to direct the Shining sequel. And what was the other movie? 
I don't know. Uh, I couldn't find it. Yeah. Uh, I don't care. Because then, I saw it as like Dr. Something. Dr. Sleep. Like, Dr. Sleep. Dr. Sleep? Yeah, that's what it's called. Whatever. But we're getting a shiny sequel because, you know, it made so much money. But everything before it didn't make any money, right? Some of the things were made monies. Didn't the Dark Tower was the adaptation of Stephen oh, that, King? That was a horrible failure, yeah. Yeah. But Did it make money? No. Oh. Did it make money either? No. Damn. Well, there's supposed to be like 17 movies, like the book series. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But oh, yeah, I knew there was... A... There won't be any sequels. Bet there will. Um, I'm sorry. I'm not going to see any more Stephen King adaptations in theaters ever again. Ever. It was really good. It's a movie. Wait, what? Are you, are it's, you, it, the are we ne- playing Who's on First right now? No, I know. the ty- It, the newest Stephen King film, is a movie, mm-hmm. which was a movie. I'm glad I didn't spend money on it. Oh, you didn't want to be scared in public like that? No. Did that movie scare you? Yes. Like horrify you, like you were like ah, turn it off. I don't know about horrified. Yeah, I was scared. I was scared. All right? I mean, I slept with a with a butcher knife. When that nigga was doing that dance, I was like ah, that oh, dance, bro. That was dumb. Yeah, it was scary though. You see how the camera was moving? Yes, she was scary. We float down here, my nigga, and I was like, oh, they're floating down here. I think that was meant to be more cryptic sounding than it was came out to be. Like, oh no, it's really just floating down here. Oh, it was literal? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, oh, no, no, literal. Like, no, no. Oh, oh, nigga. Anyway. Um, you looking forward to the Shining sequel? No. I kind of like the first one, though. A little bit. I saw that movie at, like, 30... I saw that movie last year. Yeah, I saw the movie last year. And I was so disappointed because you guys make it seem like it's the greatest movie ever. I was just like, this movie's long and I Jack f- Nicholson acted his ass off. I feel like it's a film class movie. Mm-hmm. It's the one they stroke it out and everything like that, but it's like, wasn't that good to me? Now, Casablanca. Woo! It was good. That's a film class movie right there, baby. You just, had, you just had to see it for pop culture references? Nope. Simpsons gave me all those references. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, no, that's from now. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's one of the original Magical Negro movies, mm-hmm. and it's one of the original White Saber movies, and it's one of the... E- it's one of the original white saber magical negro dies for white people movies. Mm-hmm. It paved the way for classics like The Green Mile. Mm-hmm. Becker Vance. Oh, wait. He didn't die. Did he die? I've never seen that movie. I think he's a ghost in that movie. <laughs> I'm not sure. Oh. Um, I might be serious about that. I, I'm not sure. Oh, you might be serious. Uh, Shuri is the, most, is the smartest person in the MCU. Yes. People, and this led to a flood of white tears. People were irate. Irate. What about Reed Richards? He's on the MCU. What? You mean to tell me that a woman bested a man? Not just a woman. A black African woman from a shithole country. Yeah, I think this is a form of art imitating life. Because, mm-hmm. you know, black women are the Ma- most... I think ed- Marvel is like... Since black women are the most educated group in America. Mm-hmm. Which is crazy. Not crazy at all, but it's like more than Asian demographic, bro. Black women. And I'm not just saying... It's like black women. Mm-hmm. Respect. There's there's no women's agenda to push girl power down our throats. Don't be mad about this and Star Wars. Whew. We're gonna we're gonna be okay. Oh, when um, Finn be- gets his lightsaber, Psst. when he starts force moving shit, Psst. he better start force moving shit. All right, somebody needs, he he has the force, right? Seems like he has the force. Does he not have the force? Is he just like the black Han Solo? Yeah, he's just cool. He's just cool. He seems like he should have force. He knows how to use a lightsaber. I wish he had a better haircut. He does in Pacific Rim. He sure does. 
Um, Captain Marvel set videos of her being all Captain Marvel-y, but it also pissed people off because they showed photos of her old outfit in the 90s. Yeah, and that's okay. What is not okay is that I just realized the 90s were 20 years ago. And? And this is... So you're, real, you're mad because realizing when she comes up to the current state of MCU films that she's going to be old? She's she's 40. So? But I'm like, I'm not mad at old, but I'm like, is be, she... Because like you're, you're thinking of things about age makeup and whatnot? Or? or like, what? It's no need for a period piece. Can you stop being mad before you even see the movie? No. See the movie. See, that's the thing that, that we we're going to talk about, that people are mad also before they even see the movie. Mm-hmm. You got to see it first, and then get mad. But I'm usually right. You can't see the look I'm giving you. Yeah, I can. The listeners can't. I mean, oh, <laughs> they, giving... they heard it. When have I been wrong about period pieces? That's you also. Yeah, you, I know. You, I get, know, you, get I know really I specific, you get really specific. Yeah. <laughs> when have name, name one name one time that we had breakfast in which in which the the hollandaise wasn't correctly flavored. <laughs> I'm just saying you can't you can't. You can't. Mm-hmm, you're right about all the things all the time. Yes, I know. I'm just all saying. This, I'm not time. right all the time. Now you're being uh, facetious. facetious. <laughs> See, I was right that you were going to say that. Idiot. Um, dynamite. 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 Our, dynamite. Our fave Michael J. White tweeted a, a cryptic uh, teaser trailer. Which was not cryptic at he, all. He didn't say what it was, but he <laughs> said something big is coming, in which we see an iconic black mustache. And dynamite. And now we're not sure what it is. Lighting black dynamite. Was, we saw a black man lighting dynamite. It could be it could be anything. But I have I have a feeling that it's black dynamite. I too. put money on it. Matter of fact, if it's something else, I'd be happy. <laughs> I was like, man, wow. The old Okie Dokie. This he, guy. He's like, actually I'm joining the MCU. <laughs> don't don't say shit like that. No, that'd be great. I want him to. I feel this is like something I'm never gonna get. Ugh. He'd be a great bishop. He'd be a great bishop. Uh, Keanu Reeves news. Uh, this week in Keanu Reeves news, uh, Keanu is still awesome hmm. and has, still has no controversy whatsoever. Six hundred and seventy-seven thousand. <laughs> <laughs> we just I have a calendar in which I just cross off the days and it's right. All right, Keanu's Keanu's still cool. Okay. I have one of those for Stan Lee. Not, the opposite. Oh. <laughs> All right. You, oh uh, man. You want to take a break? <laughs> no, you do. You better go cry in the corner. Uh, yes. Here's another D Everybody in here trying to feast Everybody in here trying to feast That's why starving really hurts This ain't no metaphor, I'm talking hunger pains Kids killing kids nowadays Shit done turn into the hunger games What the fuck am I supposed to do When that cash ain't moving, I'm like, I'm delayed Hit the corner where them niggas push away What they working till that shit behave We're back 
We're now listening to hashtag All Podcasts Matter. Beep, 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 beep. Anyway, I'm kind of disappointed in you guys. Uh, all Podcasts Matter. I would say Nation, but I, I don't want to bite off the Raiders. And fuck them also. As an organization, not the whole shield and everything like that. I love it. Um, so we 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 got to our 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 phase one goal of going to San Diego Comic Con with press passes and everything like that. And so, like, we were just you know finalizing our itinerary for going down there. We were looking for a place to stay, and we found a great place on VRBO. And I booked the place. And I didn't get it back to the lady in time, so she canceled my reservation. Cool. Um, do it again and say, my bad, I didn't catch you. What you need to know? She never hits me back. Cancels my reservation. And I'm like, look, lady, I'm trying to get a hold of you. And so she was like, well, I just want to know about you. And I was like, well, me and my friend were coming down. And, you know, I work in education. I mean, I work in education. He works in the medical field. So she's like, cool, uh, don't mind me. I'm just a bit conservative. Mm. Which seems like a red flag to me, which is also a cold word for. But the funny part is VRBO makes you sign through, sign in through your Facebook. So it's my black ass on there on Facebook. So, all right, cool. We booked the thing. I pay it. Money comes out of my account. So everything's good. Pay for the whole thing. Two days later, my whole reservation get canceled. All the money refunded. I hit her back and I'm like, uh, what happened? Why are you canceling my thing? She was like, oh, I'm having family problems. She has family problems the week of Comic-Con. Actually, just the four days of Comic-Con. Just the four days of Comic-Con, she has family problems. And then uh, the, four, the days before Comic-Con, she doesn't have family problems. The day after Comic-Con, she doesn't have family problems. Remember, Comic-Con is still six months away. So she's having family problems. Only six months away. Only during that week. Only during that week. So the whole weekend is blocked off. But if I wanted it for the Monday after, good. Probably going to need it because the ticket's hella high that day. Anyway, so... That seems like a clear case of discrimination to me. Mm -hmm. Seems kind of funny. Or even worse, just bad business. Because, wait, you kicking us off or do something? I don't know why. So it's all blocked off and everything like that. So, all right. Clear case. And just bad publicity. But we hit a VRBO and it was like, well, y'all got refunded. Nothing we can do for y'all niggas. Right. But I'm saying Airbnb made a whole ass commercial about fighting racism and everything like that. They had to be cool. They had to kick the bitch off the site. She ain't been kicked off the site. Ain't nothing been taken off of. We've been talking to customer service and all they can just say. And then them niggas motherfuckers had the nerve to ask me to take a survey. Oh, I'm taking that survey, baby. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm taking that survey. I'd have looked at the survey question after. I'm like, let's not let them know you can take surveys about this. You know, my next step is called a dude from, oh, we got to call a dude from seven on your side. Because them niggas, they, they ride. Anyway. Actually, I already sent them a message. You did? Yeah. Okay, cool. Seven on your side is mm-hmm. the motherfucking ones. But we just despite it, like the time for y'all to help us out and go viral with this shit. Nobody tweeted it. Only a few of y'all. Shout out to the few of y'all retweeted. Matter of fact, shout out to Colin Kaepernick, uh, Kamala Harris, Ric Flair, the Four Horsemen, <laughs> and Shannon Sharp. Also, shout out to Asburn, Virginia, who's been rocking us with since like day twelve hundred. And also, shout out to Japan, who's like Tokyo, the number two Tokyo, Tokyo, Japan and Tokyo for like 
being the number two country and the number two city, you know, they they banging on San Francisco. So to all the Japanese people, Konnichiwa, bitches. Learn that. We we appreciate it. Thank you for listening. Yeah. All right, now you want to get into our top five for this week? Yeah. So help us out when we trying to get when we when we trying to fight racism. Yeah. Yo, and and yes, that part is important too. <laughs> um, but I forgot why I did this, but. I, I posted this but it's like we don't get a lot of them but now we're getting a whole ass black movie and I was thinking like who are your favorite black martial artists in movies or I'm cheating with my fifth one because I don't think he's been in a movie he's been a documentary it counts fine haha documentary been in a movie you you make up the top fives and then like and then like bend the fuck out of the rule you're no like, I don't like... did I say movie <laughs> Yes. Who's been in movies? He's an actor. He's he's acted. In what? He's like, um, he's been on TV before. That one time he read me tweets on Jimmy Kimmel. That's not acting. Oh. Well, whatever. Has he been in a movie? Let's start our top five. All right. My number five. You didn't say what the top five is. Oh, because you interrupted me, rude. Oh, that's funny. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so, top five. Black martial artist. Black martial artist. Martial artist with blackness. And it doesn't matter because I didn't say movie, so it's just black martial artist, and he's one. My number five is Barack Hussein Obama, who has a blue belt in Taekwondo. And it makes me realize why nobody ever said they had run up on and whoop his ass. Like, I heard racist white people for eight years, but I never heard nobody say they'd run up and whoop his ass. They must have knew something we didn't know, is that he'll catch, he'll whoop that fire out of him. And ain't Taekwondo the kick one from the harangue from uh, Taken? <laughs> <laughs> so they didn't want to catch the uh, fucking Versace, <laughs> Versace heels to the face, baby. Mm-mm. Uh, my number five is Walter Jones, uh, famously known as the Black Power Ranger from Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Mm-hmm. And the, it seems like a nigga. When he, <laughs> like, like, when he was on the panel, he just seemed like, like nah, bro, don't even, don't, first of all, only reason why I know martial arts is so I can whip people's ass in the hood because it was rough where I'm from. So, yeah. Actually, that's what he said. That, that, that is exactly, yeah, what, he that's exactly what he said. Yeah. He was like, yeah, no, my neighborhood's rough, so I had to learn martial arts. <laughs> then, you know, casting. They they were looking for black hood street street tough kids to play Power Rangers. Well, my bad. Five teenagers with attitude. I guess uh, you can roundhouse your way out of the hood, too. Yeah. You can, actually. You really can. Um, another guy roundhouses up out of the hood. Uh, my dude, Latif Crowder. <laughs> Um, he's Eddie Gordo. Eddie Gordo is him. He's a San Francisco black. He's a, he's from San Jose, black guy that knows. Uh, he's a couple of my history. Banana way. Uh, we should rewatch that movie. <laughs> I have I have it. I'm always ready to review. <laughs> he's like, ah, ha, coincidence. <laughs> um, but yeah, so. Um, he was in that Tony Jaa movie. I think it was Protector or whatever. Anytime I see a dude on the screen, I'm like, yes, this is my guy. He needs more roles. Uh, but yeah, I love seeing him just because, you know, he's from the Bay and he's a fucking video game. He has dreads <laughs> and he does capoeira and he's black. <laughs> he's a video game. Um, famous Jet Jackson. Famous Jet Jackson. RP. Uh, to the homie. Gone, gone too soon. Like he was really with the shit with the hand game. Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah. He was dope. Um, My number three, this is when I get into my... 
it, it's it was tough making this list actually. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like from one movie, he almost was number one, but he's number three. Tymok from The Last Dragon. Um, we got to meet him, and then he was in The Last Dragon, uh, which is uh, it's the black kung fu movie for your black card. We don't have a lot, but that's the movie you should have seen. Right? It's it's Friday. We I think there's more than you would agree. Yeah, yeah, but it's that one. Yeah, it's the one, yeah. It's like Friday, it's it's the color purple, it's 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 up there. If you're talking about black comedy, I mean black black kung fu movie, it's that one. Terrible plot, but the greatest plot ever. And one of the greatest Jerry Curls ever. Mm-hmm. Spawned a great video by Buster Rhymes, actually. There was talk of remaking that for a long time with Buster Ryan's playing show enough. Never came to fruition. Would have been great. Uh, and it was also Sam Jackson playing him too. So. Yeah, well they, that seems like an obvious one. But Sam Jackson, I don't think Sam Jackson whooped my ass. Barack Hussein Obama, yes. Sam Jackson, no. Jimin Hansu, yes. Oh, he can roundhouse. Oh, yeah. Ah, this, this is so tough. I'm, I'm pausing because I'm still thinking about my number three. Forrest Whitaker for Ghost Dog. No, oh, so it could be a reward. Forrest Whitaker actually has a black belt in. I think it's. It's something. I forgot. He actually has a black belt. So. But Forrest Whitaker is a good. Uh, a good Kung Fu flick. I'd highly recommend it. Mm-hmm. Martial I've arts. I've seen it several times. Several I, I, watch times. It all, I watch it all the time. I watch it all the time, too. That's why I tweeted earlier. Um, yes. I haven't been on Twitter all day. That's somebody else's hacked. Anyway, my number two, Michael, I mean, my bad, Wesley Snipes. Love Wesley. Um, Wesley was, Wesley, the funny part is Wesley got on for acting. Like, White Man Can't Jump. Um, I'm forgetting this run the road. The Money Train and shit like that. Uh, Nino Brown, New Jack City. This was acting. And then someone said, Hello, hey Wesley, can you fight? He said, "Nigga, <laughs> can I?" And then we got all the movies where he's beating the dog shit out of people. Like I love him in freaking Demolition Man. Oh man, great movie. Uh, Blade one, two, and three. I'm one of the few people in the world that loves Blade three because of the quips, bro, and because, like I said, Ryan Reynolds auditioned for Deadpool in that movie. But uh, but no, he's he's great even when he's not roundhousing people. Exactly, he can if we can act, and he also like I will beat your ass, like dead serious. Not he a, he walked in, he got out of prison in better health. There's not a lot of people who can roundhouse and make you laugh and yes, make you cry. Shakespeare, yeah, he can do it all, and really will not really will beat your ass. Remember, he came out healthier when he went to prison. He's like, no, 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 no. Yeah, he's he's one of those guys that's slowing down his kicks for the film. <laughs> Those legendary motherfuckers, like, he has to, like, pulling punches is what he has to do. What's your favorite Wesley Snipes film? Play 2. That's a good choice. It also had that, uh, that most deaf techno song, bro. <laughs> it had Ronnie Pearls in it. It has, uh, uh, Yin, Donnie Yin in it. Come on, bro. Wesley. It's hard for me to choose. There's too many good ones. But here's my number two also. And it had Novak where he hit that with an elbow drop off the thing. Oh, that was great. That was fantastic uh, fight choreography in that movie. 
terrible CGI, but that's when they were just using CGI way too much. But yeah, that's okay. I mean, Blade is still the father of superhero movies as we know it. Father of the MCU. They can bring him back anytime. No, all all superhero movies. As we as we know them now. It brought superhero movies back from the brink of death. She brought Marvel back from the brink of death. <laughs> is it Godfather? Godfather? Uh, Batman 89. Let's keep it all the way lit. No, because this was post-Batman and Robin. There hadn't been a superhero movie for years. True. Oh, no. Wasn't Superman Returns? No, that was 2000. They rebooted a Superman movie because... Wait, they rebooted Superman 3... Because Superman 4 was bad, so they just was going to... No, no, this was supposed to be after Superman 2. This was Superman 3 again. Yeah, but because those movies were bad, so they made this movie. you never seen it though, right? Hell no. It's... Brendan Rush, I know his name though. Pretty bad. I've heard. But it also has my dude in it. So I kind of want to see it. Cyclops? No, um, the dude that can act. Uh, That's not Kevin Spacey, is it? It is. Oh, crap. I mean, who was my guy? There you go. Yeah, I didn't get that. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> but he—he's double terrible now, though. Yeah. He also said the N word. What? <laughs> yeah. It's like you already canceled, but then he's then they added he was also racist. Damn it! I didn't get that though. <laughs> anyway. All right. I guess we're ready for our probably cumulative number one. Ah, oh, you—you suck. Mine was Michael Jai White, and then this guy doesn't know how to do a list. You don't even like Michael Jai White. You're I'll like I, like I do. Face. Like I do. Whatever. Punch you in the face. You you've you've never seen Blood and Bone. Yeah. Who is the co-star in it? <laughs> uh, Pittsburgh hometown hero. All right, fine. Don, Dante Bosco. Don't try to test me. Yeah, I know. I didn't try to test you. <laughs> you know, exactly. I know. Exactly. Anyway. Who else was in that movie? Now you know, like I know, I didn't bump every hole in the wall, y'all. Who else was in that movie? I don't know. Legendary Street Fighter, Kimbo Slice. Oh, he's on my honorary, yeah. honorary mention list. RP. Did you ever see the video where you show him how to punch? Oh, that was fantastic. <laughs> he's like, look, I did it slow. He's like, hey, <laughs> hey, what, what sorcery is this? But yeah, just for that video alone and the fact he's hilarious. And then he made a black exploitation film. Can't wait for the sequel. And he sh- and he still looks like he does twenty years ago. Oh, and Spawn. Again, I'm one of the few mu- people that love that movie. No, it's great. <laughs> and, and and he he was the first uh, Black Superhero on the film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it had John Le- Johnny Legs and Martin Sheen. It was great acting. <laughs> we had great actors in that movie. I'm pretty sure the director probably directed some Oscar thing after this. Is back when you could direct a bad movie and it still come back, not like uh. Who's the dude? Oh, the uh, Josh Fantastic Trank. Four. Josh Trank is like you're fucking out of Hollywood. You're out of here. Get out of here, gay. Yeah, you can do everything else, but you can't direct a bad Marvel movie. You got any honorable mentions? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. uh, Billy Blanks. Uh favorite role was uh, Last Boy Scout and uh, Tybo Evolution. Oh, bro, you had to do Tybo in gym class, didn't you? Yeah, we had that. They used to just press play on Tybo. <laughs> Um, the black guy from WMAC Masters. <laughs> the black guy from WMAC Masters. Fine. The black girl from Blade One that was beating the shit out of Blade. Uh, Joey Anash because he should be more. I think he's like Muslim black, but uh, he was the guy that was beating the shit out of uh, what's the nigga name? Matt Damon in Border Ultimatum. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. a good fight. 
He also was Akuma in the TV series. So Black Akuma. Yeah, progressive. Jim Kelly. <laughs> uh, Fred Williamson. Ah, Fred Williamson. Uh, so, civil rights martial artist. Civil rights martial artist, and he was in fucking From Dust to Die. When you tell the story how he killed niggas, it's like, eh, it's funny. And before I looked up, the whole tomb, and that was bloody. <laughs> um, Michael Clark Duncan. Didn't know that. Oh, and John Mahansu. I always knew he could whoop my ass, but now I know it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. He doesn't rent house enough on film. He doesn't because he gets in for acting. They was like, somebody's going to ask him, hey, John, can you fight? Nigga, can I? <laughs> What's this? Uh... But yeah, oh yeah, and Jet Jackson. It was dope. Hey man, Jet Jackson. All right, uh, got anything else we wrap up? Nope. Oh yeah, you said it earlier. Ha! It's back, baby. It's back. Thanks for listening, everybody. We fuck really v- appreciate fuck it. VRBO. Fuck VRBO. Fuck VRBO. Maria uh, Elena. <laughs> for their discriminatory actions, we don't appreciate it, but we do appreciate you, appreciate you listening. Rate the show wherever you get it. Listen on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Tune In, and your favorite podcast app. Visit us at allpodcastmatter.com. Follow us on social media. This week's musical guest is Aaron Alexander. Two up, two down. Catch a body in the streets You were never about that life Well I'm just out here trying to live out Martin's dream Mama said I was a king back when I was watching that TMNT Now I'm focused trying to blow up like a stick of TNT Trying to live my life like niggas on that television screen Now I'm saying I mean, I'm aware of what you mean I'ma kick a little game so my nigga listen to me They say they want simplicity I promise to never give it to them But if you do it, then promise me you won't overdo it Make what you wanna make regardless if they listen to it And use your mind for you fucking lose it Please keep your heart intact Cause you got way too much soul to give up your cardiac I mean, you know how it goes See, times unchanged We used to watch our heroes on cartoons And now we seeing niggas dying on breaking news Now you can't tell me how I'm supposed to feel no, we know the streets are cold I heat it up until it feel right Mama used to tell me be inside But I just realized I done heard it all before You know, we know the streets are cold I heat it up until it feel right Mama used to tell me be inside But I just realized God cannot save an unknown creation So take the time to learn patience And message is rotation Hey, watch your back You got new shoes and you hella skinny Houdini will make you two disappear like Cheney You cannot blossom in bubbles Puzzle, your life is more than a puddle They jump over Makes sense when you are not sober Sometimes my soul revisits that limbo Sometimes good shit gets thrown out of windows I hope God make you shine Just like your daddy I hope you recreate your prime just like your daddy, I hope you hustle and you grind. Just like your daddy, I hope you don't leave us behind. Just like your daddy, ooh, so now that you got the concept, it's kinda hard to take that shit right out of context. And don't you ever, ever let them have the audacity to tell you that your dreams can't go imano imano with this reality. I've done heard it all before, you know, we know the streets is cold. I eat it up until they feel right. 
mama used to tell me that I had to be inside by the street lights. I've done heard it all before, you know, we know the streets is cold. I'll heat it up until it feel right. Mama used to tell me that I had to be inside by them streets.